Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today, and we have got a great show in store. Before we dive into today's conversation, I want to tell you again about one of our amazing partners. Y'all know Shannon Martin, her new book, Start With Hello. Y'all heard her on episode 418 just a couple of weeks ago, if you didn't go back and listen. And you know Shannon is an up-close friend in my life, so I can tell you for real that she is a person we want to learn from about how to neighbor well. That's what her latest book, Start With Hello and Other Simple Ways to Live as Neighbors, is all about. How to be a good neighbor in real, tangible ways. Really, how to bring God's kingdom to our neighborhoods through simple and intentional action. I love this book and this message. It's totally changed me. Seriously, there are things I do differently than I did before I read it because I was so moved and convicted by it. I just wonder what conversations we could be having this time next year about how our relationships with our communities have deepened if we all read Start With Hello and Take It to Heart. You can find Start with hello wherever you love to buy your books or go to bakerbookhouse.com to get 30% off and free shipping. That's bakerbookhouse.com for 30% off and free shipping. Today on the show, I get to talk with my friends from We the Kingdom. You know them, Ed Cash, Scott Cash, Franny Ray, Martin, Andrew Bergholt. Listen, they are my favorites. You heard them here on the show back during our Christmas party in 2021, and we just Had to have them back to catch up, talk about what they've got going on right now. They are not only incredibly talented, but they are just incredible people. In September of this year, they released their sophomore album, which is self-titled, and it is very good, y'all. Don't worry. We talk all about it. They're fun and funny, and there are a lot of them. So we made this a podcast party. I cannot wait for y'all to hear it. And if you want to see what it looked like for us to be doing this podcast with this many people in a room, just head to my Instagram, Annie F. Downs, and you will see what it looked like for all six of us to record this. So here's my conversation with my friends, Ed, Scott, Franny, Martin, and Andrew, We the Kingdom. We the Kingdom, welcome back, all of you. Hey. Hello. How do y'all normally do this when it's all five of you? Does someone say your name or do y'all just go? Ready, set, set, go. (laughs) We are horrible if we are prepared. Oh, great. So this is better. Yeah. Yeah. Like if we know what we're about to talk about, it's bad news. If we don't, 
Great. It might let's, be bad news. For our friends listening, <laughs> let's go from, uh, they can't see us, but from my left, Ed, we'll start with you and just say your name so that as they're listening, they can put together, because it's four dudes, so, and Franny and I, but they'll know hey. us apart. But will you start and just introduce yourself? Yes. I am Ed. I uh, sing and play some instruments in the band. I'm Martin, and I play drums. I'm Scott. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm Scott. Start over. I play guitar and sing. Hey, I'm Franny, and I sing. I'm Andrew, and I play guitar and piano and little mando, little, yes. little things here and there. Mando, short mando, for mandolin, mando, but it's really cool a guitar. It's strung like a guitar, but it's just smaller. But I can play the actual mandolin, so I'll own that too. Is a mando a different thing? Uh, Technically, it sounds like it. A mando is just short for mandolin. It's when you're being lazy. But they also make <laughs> mando guitar hybrids that it's strung like a guitar, so you can play guitar chords on it. So it's like a cheat. You know, if yeah, you play so guitar, the audience is like, look at him yeah, playing, playing the mandolin, and, and, you're, and you're like, I know how to play. Guitar. But you can guitar, run it through yeah. pedals, like guitar pedals, so you it can, can get the sound of a like an electric guitar. It's really cool. Yeah. Or you could start a bakery and call it Mando. What? Why? Mando. Wait, Mando. What? Oh my god. Wait, I don't get that like joke. Dough. It's oh, a great dough. joke, dude. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was too <laughs> stretch. <laughs> yeah. I I just let y'all play that out because I was with you, Andrew. I'll tell you. Uh-huh. Keep going, Scott. Tell us. <laughs> right? Tell us more. Man, Sounds kinda gross. No. Okay. <laughs> so y'all have become part of our like Christmas traditions now. But we decided yeah, yeah. to add Ed and Andrew this year. Right. It's right. like the other three of y'all came and y'all are like, here. yeah, it, you know what? That sounds fun. It's pretty fun. Y'all can come this time. Is right. that how it goes? Do y'all like lead the way, Martin? Or are y'all the ones who go first? And then if it's cool, everybody comes the next time. I don't time. know how I missed this last I don't time. Know. Yeah. I can't remember no. what it was. I feel like I didn't get the memo or something. No. Y'all <laughs> we were, out you, uh, you were like in California. Y'all were well, both out of town. I know. Okay. California. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> in December. In that's December, nice. especially. That's exactly yeah. right. Um, Ed, you're the father of two of the band members. I am. So w- without having you last year, can we back up a little bit? Uh, for our friends listening, you're friends with all of a lot of our guests, the Barnes, mm. Wirtz, all kind of our oh, people, yeah. your people with all of our people. Love those guys. How different is your life being a part of We the Kingdom versus producing and doing your and i'll tell you i think i saw you sing in 1994 at a summer camp mark oh, fridgman oh, oh my god right mark and amy let's go back in yeah Macon, georgia yes that's incredible right um, martha bowman yes martha bowman that's the church so i was at the first church. methodist marietta that's and we crazy. always did summer camp together oh my gosh and you came down and sang so now this so why was this the right yes? Why is We the Kingdom the right yes that mm, was next for you? That is a great question. Thank I you. mean, I feel like, first off, to answer your first question, it is so different yeah. in every way. I've told people before, I feel like I've been living next to this neighbor for like 25 years, and there's been like this wall, this privacy wall. Wow. So I could like sort of see over the wall a little bit and be like, the wall being like the other side being the artist side, mm-hmm. you know, because as a producer, I've worked closely with a lot of artists, but I feel like I've been able to kind of like get glimpses of their yard and be like, oh, okay. But then I feel like this is like they invited me over for dinner. Mm. And I'm like, oh my word, this place is nothing like I thought it was going to be. Oh, wow. Um, in a lot of ways. Um, you know, it's way more challenging than I thought. I mean, just thinking about it, it's given me a lot of compassion and understanding for what artists go through. I'm just a given week or season or touring, all of that. I mean, it, it's a lot, you know? And I think even this time around, this second album, we're feeling it all the more. You know, there's a lot of 
adrenaline and inertia yeah. on that first record, but this time it's been like, whoa, wow, we're in this and feel the yeah. grind a little more. But yeah, it's been one of the great joys of my life. And I feel like, you know, you were saying you saw me perform way back ago. Yes. I mean, I gave that artist thing up and I thought I would never do that again. Mm -hmm. And the Lord's timing is just really interesting. But I think the why now is because, I'm not sure how much of this y'all talked about before, but just we walked through a really painful season as a family. Mm -hmm. uh, and even Andrew was part of that for a season. It was a, a church deal that was just, um, I mean, it was so painful. And I think coming out of that, we started writing songs just to heal, you know, mm -hmm. to get through. Without even knowing it. Yeah, though. yeah. It was not intentional. It was just like we were trying to breathe, yeah. you know, and survive and make sense of it. So much confusion. But I think as we were doing that, God was doing something, you know, behind the scenes. He flanked yeah. us all in yeah. a most wonderful way, you know. Won't he do it? Won't, Won't he do, do it? it? Won't he do it? <laughs> Won't he? I think people need to hear that because I would imagine, I mean, our our church is going through it right now. I would imagine there are so many people listening whose churches mm. are going through something that makes them feel personal, mm. personally like giving up. Mm. Maybe not on Jesus, but on like, I don't want to go here. Mm. I don't know how to get past this hurt. I can't breathe. Yeah. You know? Mm. And and so, I mean, Scott, talk about it. So making art in the middle of pain helped? Oh, man. I think it was really, it was water we had to drink. You know, we yeah. were so dry, man, and so broken. Because the church we were part of, there was really focused on an individual who was really toxic. And over years, that toxicity kind of got worse and worse, I think. And for us... So to, subtle. Yeah, super yeah. subtle. Yeah, because it's... Then it's, it's not. It's, and then, then it's all not. Sudden, yeah. Yeah. Day, it's right. frog and water, man. You yeah. know, it's just slowly boiling. And then when it got the most toxic, that's when we... You ever seen the Hunger Games movies? Yeah. So we Ed and I met with like four dudes after we left this church and asked them all, hey, like, help us process this. Talk about what they... Was it like counselors or like bros? Talk, talk. Just friends, like people we've known. So one of them we've known, I mean, I've known my whole life, Alan. I want to know what the Hunger Games reference I'll, I'll tell you a second. So <laughs> how do we heal from this? Go watch the Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm going to bring it full circle. I like it. Uh, yeah. one was what, like a what we talked about is the importance of them not knowing each other. Yeah, yeah. And there were people Those that we dudes. had known for more than 10 years. Yeah. And they were well-respected men. And in, they were all you know, believers, but they had very Diff, they came from they all like would agree on all the majors I would say but they came yeah. from different denominations mm -hmm. so it was cool. huge so in the Hunger Games movies PETA gets kidnapped by the Capitol yep. and they mess his brain up and, and like completely brainwash him and then his friends rescue him and so the whole rest of that particular movie he's asking his friends real or not real yeah. so we sat down with these four dudes and said yeah. alright real or not real and processed yeah. this whole journey and mm. I think for us coming out of processing that with them and processing it as a family and friends and all that the only way that we had language to communicate what our hearts were wrestling with was music yeah. and so these songs were a new language for us to be able to translate this knotted mess of our hearts into something that we could communicate with each other with and then also hopefully tell people our story so that's kind of where all those songs were birthed out of wow and so andrew how'd you get tied up in this you went um, to the same church? Yeah. So actually, man, I'm 10 years ago now, almost 10 years ago, I showed up at the studio with, uh, I had just gotten a motorcycle wreck 
And like on the way there? I'm sure it's before. Oh my god. Two days before you can see the scar here. Oh, listener. You know why he has has that scar? That scar is four times that long. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know it, it goes, goes all from the. It started here. It goes to his belly button. And then it, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm showing my arm. No, my, it goes from your wrist. It, it goes to from your my here. wrist all the to way your up. Chest. Oh my gosh. Oh. But the reason that We're you can see it today is because rather than stitches, he used <laughs> super glue and duct tape. Yeah. No lie. What? I mean, yeah. he didn't even go to the hospital. No. Wait, what? No. Barbed wire split him wide. My dad, open. my dad's done construction, you know, for a long, that long time. That is not a medical solution. So, my we, dad has done well, construction. When you, <laughs> he said that like my dad's a physician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought he was gonna say. Is my dad's I've, a surgeon? So I've, I've no, also my dad's done build stuff. I've also done a lot of construction. And when you're on the construction site, if something happens, you just gotta keep, you know, just keep going. Unless it's like you're dying. Right. Unless you have Unless like barbed like wire splitting your right, skin right. up. Right. Well, so you just find tape. There's so tape you around. Just there's taped it and. Yeah, super glued just, it and you yeah. told yourself that's in it that people say about they made super glue during World War II to, <laughs> exactly. like, just for this yeah I don't think that's true I don't know if it's true but it does work though dudes tell themselves that yeah. it, sure does, it, it does I've work. tried it and it then, does and work then I've, yeah I actually helped Franny the other day yeah. is it normal super <laughs> glue or is it special kind technically at the hospital they do use it every once in a while and it's a special kind of super glue but it's a different super- font <laughs> 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 oh my god and so but, okay, so you got in a motorcycle accident two days before. Two days before, I moved to Nashville. I, I grew up in Kansas City, Missouri, and a friend of mine was working at uh, for Ed and Scott at the studio. And I connected with Ed and Scott, and I was like, oh, I'd love to do an internship. And they were like, love to have you, so I came up. You should have run, dude. I, <laughs> yeah, I did not know what I was getting myself into. <laughs> Good night. Um, but yeah, so I had long hair. I was trying to work on dreads. I was like, I'm going to get dreadlocks. And yeah. So I was I was quite a different uh, different person back then. We're but laughing. Why are you guys laughing? <laughs> because at he now? just said good night. Most southern I've ever heard him. So southern and not <laughs> that that's not, not something he would say. It's not something from I would our say, dad, man. That came from our dad through us to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what, what y'all didn't see is literally when Andrew it's, said that Scott was raising his yeah, fist in victory. I'm just trying not to get the southern accent because. That's something I. It's coming, bro. It's, yeah, it's coming. No. Have, you just have, said good night. Good night. Especially Ed has a strong southern accent, and yeah. I'm trying to not let it overtake <laughs> me. But Andrew calls the liquid we get from cows milk. M- like M E. Milk. M E. Milk. milk. Yeah. yeah, milk. I don't know. My two year old nephew calls it milk because he's from Georgia. Milk. Milk. Oh, that's the difference. That's really you need to get that. That's awesome. What would you milk. call a supernatural act of God? A miracle. Start, miracle. He Fair. calls it miracle. 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 Yeah, he wrong. makes it There's... patriotic. Yeah, I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. Makes it patriotic. <laughs> I don't like this. this uh, okay, so internship America. with them. Miracle. Uh, yeah, so I, I uh, started interning uh, for them, and then you know, years after, actually, Scott was doing the Young Life camps. I don't, you, you guys probably talked about this last time, mm-hmm. this, how the band started, but he was doing Young, young Life camps and would you know have me come play guitar or piano or whatever. Mando. Or Mando. Oh, Mando. And they were all, you know, everybody was going to this church. And so I was like, oh, that's cool. I love it. And, you know, and actually my best friend who also worked with them, I uh, was going to this church. And so, you know, I joined and yeah, there's a lot of really, really amazing things about it. But there's also a little check, you know, in your spirit. And you're like, am I, is this my flesh or my spirit talking? And mm-hmm. that is a really, really important and hard line to define. Mm-hmm. We also all led worship there yeah, at the church. Yeah, and that's the I thing. I mean, because when you have... And it was amazing worship. And it was amazing yeah. worship. And there's a verse that says God gives gifts without remittance. Yes. And and that means that, you know, just because someone's gifted, 
doesn't mean they're walking with the Lord, but they do have the gifting still. And so... Yeah, Gosh, the, the it teaching. So complicated. Yeah, and it right. gets real complicated. No and real, uh, and yeah, because then me. once they're gone, yeah. they still have the giftings. Yeah, yeah. Like once they're not in leadership of a church. I mean, I, I'm watching it too. Yeah. Where you go, like, oh, you still have all the gifts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That makes you be so used good at it. Against the church mm. or against. That's the Lord. a very hard scripture to process it is, you always told me you said who can stand before a holy god i'm pointing yeah, to that because if you take that to the full it's like if the requirement for the platform is perfection then we all need to freaking right. get off the stage yes. yes it's like you know but then there does become a line where i think something becomes more abusive and clearly more off however that's quantified ego, full of ego. i think it's when they're in, when the person becomes inaccessible yeah. There's no accountability, but they yeah. make There's you no believe they're, yeah, transparent, yep. accessible, approachable. Yeah, right. But they're that saying is, that from the stage, right? Yeah, they're not yes. saying that in a room. Yeah, that's good. You can talk to me anytime. You can, whatever, you say can ask anything. Me anything. You can ask me mm-hmm. anything, but then when you mm-hmm. when you ask the question, you get reprimanded, or you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that's tough. Why did y'all end up doing Christian music after being so hurt by? <laughs> The church. Yeah. Why aren't Good Why question. aren't you Punk doing rock? country or rock? Or, yeah. Why, <laughs> yeah, why didn't you do this but <laughs> not music. put yourself in this situation where you have to be okay with God? I, you have to that's okay a great God? question. Whenever we left, for me, I had been raised in that church, so it was a very difficult process of almost unlearning all the fundamental things that I had learned from my childhood. You know, like unlearning is so much harder than learning. I think. But I kind of fell apart. I was it was all happened during my senior year of high school when everything came out and and we chose to leave and yeah, it was it was really tough. But I remember like dad was working on Melissa David Helser. Do you listen to yes. them? Yes. Yeah. Listen, he was working on their record Beautiful Surrender and like mm. obviously I had like a lot of anger towards God in that season um, and I was very confused and didn't really want to walk with the Lord because you think that that's what you know God did to you you know not that it was just part of living in a broken world but I remember like Melissa stopped me in the hallway at my home my childhood home and she just looked me in the eyes and if you've ever met her like she can kind of just like see into your soul like all the time and uh, she said like Hey, Brandy, don't give up on God because he's not given up on you. And um, I think I learned that what that God and I felt like God shared this with me maybe a couple years later saying, I'm not the one who put you in that. I'm the one who rescued you from it. And I think God allows certain things to happen in our life. But like, I don't believe that in this instance, God, you know, put us in that I think that it was a result of the fallen world but God is the one who's rescued us and healed us and I think a lot of the songs that we first started writing were healing songs of learning how to reconnect with God because another type of music would just it wouldn't have like it wouldn't have been the if music was going to be the healer it wouldn't have been the healer Mm. at that season of we needed Jesus yes in music yes you know so hey friends just interrupting this show real quick to tell you about another one of our incredible partners, ZocDoc. You're not picking a book for your next book club meeting or starting a new series on Netflix without reading some reviews first, right? 
you should be reading reviews, you guys. Well, your doctor is at least as important as books and binges, so you need ZocDoc. With ZocDoc, you can see real, verified patient reviews to help find the right doctor in your network and in your neighborhood. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, takes your insurance, and are available when you need them. On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun, everything from podiatry to orthopedics. ZocDoc has you covered. ZocDoc's mobile app is as easy as a one, two, three. Search, find, and book a doctor appointment with just a few clicks. You can read verified patient reviews from real people who made real appointments and use those to decide which one is right for you. Now, when you walk into that doctor's office, you're all set to see someone in your network who gets you. Go to ZocDoc.com, find the doctor that is right for you, and book an appointment in person or remotely that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc, and I am one of them. It is my go-to whenever I need to find and book a quality doctor. They will help you get your docs in a row. Y'all know I love that part. So go to ZocDoc.com slash that sounds fun and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash that sounds fun. ZocDoc.com slash that sounds fun. And just want to tell you about another one of our amazing partners, Indeed. You know there's a great fit out there for the open role you have on your team. The key is finding that person, right? For the hiring partner that helps you get where you want to go, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. We all want to use our time wisely, so don't spend hours you don't have to spare on multiple job sites looking for the right candidates when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools, things like Indeed Instant Match and tons of different skill assessments and the ability to do virtual interviews. No waiting around. They mean what they say when they call it an instant match, you guys. Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of employers using Indeed find quality candidates whose skills match the job description the actual moment they sponsor a job. With virtual interviews, Indeed saves you time as well. I'm in for that. You can message, schedule, and interview top talent all in one place. It is so turnkey. No need for you to install anything extra. No need for them to download anything. Indeed's virtual interview tool works right from your browser. Just click and talk. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide, including Downs Books Incorporated and the That Sounds Fun Network, using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. And that's why when you sponsor a job, you only pay for quality applications from resumes in their database matching your job description. Visit indeed.com slash sounds fun to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com slash sounds fun. Indeed.com slash sounds fun. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And remember, the show notes are your one-stop shop for all the links to our partners, to transcripts of the show, and to sign up for that AFP week in review email. It is our weekly email newsletter and you do not want to miss it. And now back to our conversation with our friends, We the Kingdom. I think that a lot about time. I'm like, people say time's a healer. I'm like, time's not a reliable healer without mm, Jesus involved. Right. Yeah. You know, so, so it's, it, time will that's keep really going, good. but that's not reliable. So music's not a reliable healer, Franny, is what you're saying exactly. without Jesus involved. Yeah. Exactly. And, and community is such a huge part of that. Because I can honestly say, if it wasn't for my community, I don't think I'd be following Jesus, mm. or at least not to the degree I am. Yeah, and and that's a a good safety net to have. I feel like you know, there's there's a balance because you don't want your faith just to be based on other people, mm-hmm. but I think it is important to have that accountability or that to fall back onto like 
man, I, I have this strong knit community. And if I leave Jesus, I leave this community. And that mm. it's, it's a binding mm. thing. Like we we're given community, you know, and it talks about that in the Bible, a strand of three cords cannot easily be broken. Like there's something so strong. And so that's, I mean, honestly, for me, I think a big thing that kept me following Jesus is the community of this. Yeah. And as we were writing songs and processing together, we were okay to share the pain and like, mm-hmm. we don't understand it. We we're mm-hmm. all going through the same experience and it was so healing. The Lord was like, Andrew, I'm gonna tie you up in yeah. the middle of this <laughs> so yeah. that I can keep you, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then Edwin, y'all start working on this second album. How's it different? Or is it still, is it a healing album as well? You know, in some ways, yes. I think, you know, the trick is, you know, like our song, Holy Water, we're so grateful for that. Yeah. And it connected, it took off in ways that I don't think any of us sort of anticipated and opened up a lot of doors. But sometimes I think just human nature, when something pops like that, then when that sort of goes down a little bit, you you think, uh-oh, mm. we got to create some more of that. Yeah. You know, and there becomes this expectation of, oh, well, they're the this band or the that band. So... I think a lot of this record for us was just trying to shed the fear and the pressure of the what if. What if we don't get it like we did the first time? You know, what if it's not received like that? What if blah, 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 blah. I've heard it said before that, you know, what if can be the language of of the enemy a lot of times, just Mm -hmm. all those sort of questions. I think at the end of it we were all just like you know what we just want to write stuff that's pure to us that's authentic and so in some ways i think stylistically there are some similarities um but we're exploring some new territory too you know yeah. um and it's sort of it's very important to us to i mean we all love the church at large we love jesus uh, but it's also we love the world you know yeah. we love mm-hmm. the world i mean that's why Christ came, you know, yeah. for all the hurting people. So it's it's uh, important to us as we sort of look into the future and our trajectory, like how can we be open to what God wants to say through us to minister to a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, and where they are. And so we want to be raw. We want to be real. We want to talk about hard things. You know, I love how honest David gets with God in the Psalms. And I yeah. think sometimes, mm-hmm. I think as a culture, we're getting there more, and which excites me just being raw and real because when i grew up in church i mean you did not show your colors yeah. like it's not welcome to i be... didn't know anybody going to therapy in the 90s no no like, no, I didn't no, know no, anybody. no and now no, i no. think all everybody does no at yeah. least here you can throw a rock and hit somebody who's no. in counseling yeah. man i was I, I was diagnosed with like panic attack all that stuff mad anxiety had to get on meds for years back in the early 90s mm-hmm. And at that time, people, nobody talked about no. that. I mean, I thought I was a freak because nobody would talk, was talking about mental illness. They weren't talking about struggles like that. And I was like, I felt literally like an alien, like what is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see that people are, in fact, dealing with, oh, wow, there's, there are a lot of people that you know struggle with things. Anyway, we enjoy going, maybe not enjoy is not the right word, but we... Um, I don't know what the word is. What's that? We feel called. Yeah, we feel called. That's a perfect word to go down and into the depths of the soul or in these places where you think nobody would want to go and allow God to shine light on that and heal it. So, yeah, and I guess speak, it is about healing. Speak different <laughs> yes. languages. Like, I think Jesus, he spoke to his disciples very clearly. 
but then he spoke in parables yeah, that confused the ones closest to him. But somehow the people of the world understood it, you know? I think it's important to not just speak one language, yeah. how we so often can in the church, you know? Mm-hmm. Just that button up, you know, everything's perfect Sunday language. Mm-hmm. And not that that's wrong if you're in that season, you know, where if you say, hey, I'm blessed and you're actually blessed, mm-hmm. say you're blessed. So Someone might need to hear that, you know. But I think a lot of times we can just say, you know, I'm highly favored, blessed, mm-hmm. child of the king. And on the inside, we're wanting to say, you know, I'm in a bad place. I'm mm-hmm. struggling with bad thoughts towards myself or people, you know, mm-hmm. but we don't have the language for that. Mm-hmm. And so we talk a lot about that in songs like writing songs and music that appeals to both people in the church, but also people that don't know how to, they don't know that world. Mm-hmm. So when you try to force scripture down their throat or in their mind, they're like, what are you talking? You know, yeah. I haven't gotten there yet. You know what I mean? So yeah. you have to kind of approach it from a different angle. So the pushback we get in our art, I wonder if y'all experience this, but I have experienced this is when you try to speak both languages, people call you a sellout. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or that you're compromising your faith. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or you're crossing over. Crossing over. The right. 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 Yeah. So, what's y'all's thought on that? How do we, how do we live in a way where speaking both languages is actually what we're called to do, not stepping away from faith? I think you literally just have to look at how Jesus did it, and I think that answers the question. Yeah. Do you know, like when you read the parables, you see, he didn't put some wall up between the sacred and the secular, like yes, he tore the veil so that we could all come into his presence. And I think the people sometimes that he would get the most frustrated with were the people that said, sorry, you can't come in. You know, mm-hmm. sorry, you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you're not pretty enough. Sorry, you're mm-hmm. not clean enough. Sorry, you're not, you know, holy enough. Sorry. I mean, that's just not what, what he, how he lived at all. And so when I read the gospels, that's what I see that, that he wants all people to come to know him. You know, he was rejected by religion, mm-hmm. like the Pharisees before the church, you know, before Pentecost or whatever. That was the idea of church or religion or the law, you know, what we would know as church today. Yeah. And they totally spit him out, you know, which is kind of cool that you're living your life in a way where you're offensive mm-hmm. and you're not trying to be, you know, right. but people of legalism and religion are like hey you're flipping tables and living your life upside down we don't want you you're probably doing something right Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. just interesting i think selling out creatively like it's if you try too hard to speak two different languages like one language for the church one language for the main two separate albums yeah Yeah. or a and a b right that's when people see it the most that's when it's the most counterfeit is when you're trying Ah. so hard to create art that you think is going to be received by a certain group of people i think the way to really do it that we're trying to do it is speak our language Mm. and hope that because of who god is in us and he's the ultimate creator and we want to be just like conduits of his creativity Mm. hopefully whatever language is the language of our hearts can connect with someone's story, whether they believe in Jesus right now or not. Right. And so 
that's what we're trying to do. That is a good point. I think people, no matter who you are, are drawn to authenticity or resolve. Like, I think resolve wow. is when I'm resolved in what I believe and what I say. We're not pushing it on you, but when I'm strong in what I am called to and who I believe Jesus is and that I'm not afraid to, like, cover that up. I think people are drawn to that, you know, more than just warm, fuzzy feelings, mm-hmm. you know. So that's been resolve has been a very powerful and word for me as we've been thinking about how to speak about these songs. Like, you know, do you not say this? You're not saying it's like, just say what just say what you would say. Don't yeah. try to be too Christianese just to, to reach the churchy people. And mm-hmm. like, if that's not how you speak, don't try to speak like that. Mm-hmm. And then if you, you know, don't try to be too cool. Like, that's right. just not going to work either. That's right. good. You know, yeah. it's yeah, like, it's really good. yeah. One of the songs on our record that I think is probably the most mainstream accessible or however you want to phrase that is one of the only songs that i can think of that says the word jesus clearly wow and it's i mean think in mine felt like jesus took my hand it's like we don't a lot of our songs are obviously worship songs and Mm -hmm. obviously about god and in this particular song it's it's a little more cryptic or whatever language from song of solomon but you know man i mean i think some of the some of the biggest songs I've ever heard. You gotta clarify the Song of Solomon part. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <This yeah>. is, <laughs> you're like, it's a little bit more from the Song of Solomon. <laughs> it's, this, it's centered around the scripture that says, I am my beloved and my, I am yeah. my beloved to my beloved. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, you know, man, there's there's no right way to do all that. Yeah. God does what he does, wants to do with creativity. I think a lot about this, like, you know, it. you think about Matthew McConaughey or um, Bieber when people like this that aren't that, that are in in the world and not recognized necessarily as Christian artists or yeah. a Christian actor, when they cuss or you know do something a little edgy, I almost get this sense that Christians are like, oh, that's kind of cool that he's like, you know, he's he's in the world but not of it but he's sort of like and and isn't that cool that Matthew's and he almost gets a license to cuss. Mm. You mean or, when those people are professing faith yeah when they're professing faith you get the idea but they're still kind of got this edgy thing it's not like they don't have this requirement over them to sort of meet this religious quota of they can't mess up or whereas if i cussed right now different people be like what i would cut it because i wouldn't want them to yell at you you'd cut it yeah Yeah, yeah. exactly because we feel this pressure that like we have to measure up to this societal norm who are we to get to judge, you know, who says what or whatever? I mean, I definitely don't ever want to have a vulgar mouth or let let the things that I say not be in line with the spirit of God. But or if it's empty, or, yeah, you know, and I'm, I'm just saying this is, this is bigger than cussing. It's not even about that. Yeah, it's yeah. this idea that you know Bieber or whatever can go out and get slam dunk drunk or sing about his wife being yummy, mm-hmm. and we know that he's a Christian, and it's like. Or he professes faith. It's yes. like where where does that tension roll? But yet, do we as Christian, a quote Christian artists, have the um, the luxury, if you will, or the freedom to go out and maybe talk about, sing about some of the things that might push that envelope? I really wrestle with that, I and know. there's so much a part of me that, because I, I do not want to do it for the sake of shock value. I think right. that's a wrong spirit, personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if it's about being free and being openly who we are, you know, as long as it doesn't contradict the word of God, yeah. 
And that's where the line gets sticky. You know, ultimately, we, we really do love and reverence Christ, and we don't ever want to cause people to be in a – we won't be a stumbling, stumbling block for yes. people that causes yes. them to really question, you know, their own faith or whatever. But with that said, you know, we want to go there and talk about some of the edgier mm-hmm. things of life um, – that sometimes I think Christians are afraid of because they're scared of what the yes the reaction might be. And isn't that what know? leads yeah. to some of our peers having secret lives? Oh yes. my That's gosh! Yes. Is the outward yes. pressure to yeah. I can't do this, I can't do that publicly. Yeah. They're allowed to do that so secretly. I'm yeah. going to have this other life because then I have a release, which is so much worse uh, it, oh, for your heart. Gosh, you know, no kidding. I think walking with Jesus is so much less about managing behavior and so much more about heart change. Mm-hmm. You know more I, I think about that like he takes away our heart of stone you know gives us a soft heart and gives us a desire to walk in his will and i think even what's interesting is even things that look better are still managing behavior sometimes <laughs> right. you know like not cussing for the sake of not cussing it's like is your heart really like you yes. know or are you just trying to like whatever and it's just it's just interesting to see that play out so that i totally agree with what you're saying dad when you watch other people it's just i would even venture to say somebody just alluded to it that I think that a lot of that behind closed doors addiction stuff mm-hmm. you know that is rampant in the church yeah. in past in the in the pulpit yep. uh, and all around you know with leadership and everybody on all, across the board mm-hmm. is is due to the fact of the lack of freedom to talk about it yes mm. you know totally there's like what's going to happen consequence for vulnerability yeah that's unfair there is yeah. and there's still certain things we have these societal stuff well okay if you struggle with alcoholism and you know you're, you're an alcoholic. If you're going to treatment, okay, maybe that's kind of um, sort of noble and commendable. Like, oh man, he's really trying to get a hold of his life. Window twenty eight day deal and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But there are other things that might feel darker. It's like, whoa, we don't feel safe to talk about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think you know, at the cross, at the foot of the cross, Jesus is not saying, oh, I'm sorry, that that sin is not welcome here. You know, yeah. it's like, hello, the church. I think needs to really think a lot more about what do we want to represent to people who are broken that are coming in and needing all manner of help. I want to feel safe in this place. And I don't, you know, Mm -hmm. and then we also have gossip and gluttony and all these other ones that we let pastors do left and right. Mm. You know, like you can, you can eat however you want to eat and you can, Mm -hmm. you can treat food however you want to treat food. And we're not going to take you out for any of that, Mm. but alcohol, now alcohol is different. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. No, I mean, yeah. this is us just talking. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it is. Yeah, I think it's the way that I treat. Like I personally would rather have sugar over alcohol, yeah. and I will let myself have at it with sugar. Listen, no one's getting on us for Oreos. Nobody's getting us for Oreos. But if I'm eating Oreos because I'm sad, or if I'm drinking right. a beer because I'm sad, yes. it's same, the same thing. It's the same behavior. Yeah. 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 I'm just switching addiction exactly yep. and no one's gonna question me on social media if they see me eating a dessert in public but it's literally You're judging the, same the substance thing. versus the root yeah that's it you know? that's it and so i think so many of our friends me too i just have this um being a public faith person means i need to keep something secret so i feel like a human mm. and mm. we need to let public faith people be humans mm. Mm. right yeah, Is that, am i saying am i yeah, thinking what you're saying very, oh yeah It is interesting to thinking, though, about and I don't know if this scripture totally applies to it, but not casting your pearls before swine. Like, Mm -hmm. I think I interpret that when we're talking about stuff like this as 
that tender part of your heart that's not yet a scar, but is still a wound that if you expose it too early to people, yeah, it will become even right. a, a bigger wound. Yeah. Or people will speak into it and it won't heal correctly, you know? So I think that's the importance of healing, counseling, therapy, doing the work so that you can stand there and say, yeah, God, look at what God has done, you know, yes. because it is hard when you're really walking through something, you can't, you, you know, you can't just be up on the pulpits, you know, whatever, if you're yes. really going through it, you have to yes. let your your wounds heal to a certain degree before yeah. you can start talking about it. But yeah, I think that's why you have to have your close people like Jesus did yeah. and why you have to do the work. What are your fall obsessions? Okay, a pull at our office yielded leaf carpeted hikes. That's adorable. PSLs, pumpkin spice lattes. Heated football rivalries, which you guys know as a Georgia Bulldog. We're about to beat Tennessee this weekend. That is what I am hoping. I'm just going to say it here on the pod. Listen, the other obsession you need is your new Rothy's. Getting your wardrobe fall ready is easy with Rothy's shoes. And they have so many colors and styles that you can wear from season to season without going out of style. I know you've heard the point and the flat from Rothy's because I've told you about them before and because they are Rothy's most popular styles. But they also make insanely comfortable sneakers, loafers, ankle boots, and more. All that variety means they've got you covered. Great for fall and winter, so you never have to worry about getting brand new shoes for each season. The best part is everything Rothy's makes is better for the planet. Y'all know this, but it's maybe my favorite thing about them. They've repurposed millions of single-use plastic bottles into their signature threads that go into every single one of their products. I've had my Rothy's for years now, and I wear them all the time, and yes, they still look like new, feel ridiculously comfortable, and smell like they're fresh out of the box because I wash them in the washing machine, you guys. So get stylish shoes versatile and durable enough to wear all the time with Rothy's. You get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash sounds fun. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash sounds fun. And I got to tell you about another one of our great sponsors, Operation Christmas Child. It is a project of the Christian International Relief Organization, Samaritan's Purse. Their mission is to demonstrate God's love in a tangible way to children in need around the world and to share the good news of Jesus Christ. It's the biggest Christmas project of its kind. Operation Christmas Child has collected and delivered more than 198 million gift-filled shoeboxes to children in over 170 countries and territories since 1993. The gifts are delivered through local churches which you know I love, and every shoebox gift is an opportunity to share with the local children how much Jesus loves them. This year, Operation Christmas Child is hoping to reach an additional 11 million kids, which I love. You're invited to join Operation Christmas Child this season by packing shoebox gifts or building shoebox gifts online. Their site makes it so easy to fill a box virtually. Everybody can get in on this, individuals, families, churches, students, friend groups. And when you do, you're becoming a tangible part of the story of these kids' lives as you show them love and help introduce them to the gospel. And it's a great way to teach the many BFFs in our lives about gratitude and generosity. National Collection Week is coming up. It's November 14 through 21, and you can drop off your shoeboxes at one of the nearly 5,000 drop-off locations. Won't it be so fun to be part of this milestone year to celebrate their 200 millionth gift-filled shoebox? Y'all, that's amazing. Visit SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC to learn how to pack a shoebox or build one online. Again, that's SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC. And now back to finish up our conversation with We the Kingdom. I think y'all do this beautifully in your music, but it's kind of the difference between having a secret life and having a private life, mm. right? What we experience right. through Good. your music is mm. like your public That's life good. tells us that your private life is healthy. 
mm. but that you don't have secret lives. Mm. That's really right? good. That's, that's so awesome. good. Annie. Yeah, that's encouraging. That's a great that's distinction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because not helpful. everybody deserves to be invited exactly. into yeah, some of those sacred, of you know, um, private places. Right, you know, right. just the people that I'm, we're close with. Yeah. Um, but secret lives, that's what's going to That's dangerous. That's mm-hmm. the stuff that kills us. Yeah. Whether you're on a stage or whether you're teaching a class or whether you're a nurse at a hospital, secret life is what mm. is going to get us mm. if you're not careful. That Absolutely. That's, nuts. And that's been something that I've been really strongly passionate about with friends of mine and a community of mine is like since the church experience that we've been through yeah. is, hey, do you have people that you are 100% real with that yeah. you can totally be 100% yourself with and they they love you and they walk the journey with mm-hmm. you and that yeah man for me i've found a couple guys and that's so so vital to yeah. my walk and they're real back and they're real back yeah you know, you some people that. just draw that out of you sometimes as like their own self i don't know right. they're trying to get something yeah. out of you know what i mean like ask mm-hmm. the right questions mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. make you get vulnerable mm-hmm. and they appear vulnerable right you know what I mean? But in reality, it's like they're just feeding themselves with some kind of sick obsession or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But to have people that truly, not only can you be real to them, but they can reciprocate that. I think a lot about building friendships because of what we walked through. I've had a really difficult time making friendships until recently. God has really blessed me with some amazing people in my life. But for a while, it was really difficult for me to make friends. Yeah. And I think about friendships, I think I would come into it too vulnerable because I was desperate for connection. So I would just come into it and be like, yeah, here I am. And I would just use one <laughs> Here's of Here's everything. Do you see everything? And yes. then if you, if you don't, if you, that way you can choose whether or not you like me, if you right. know everything. Right. And it would just kill it. It would just kill the friendships every single time. Too much like, up front. What is wrong with me? Like, I can't keep a friend. But I think about friendships, building friendships as like a set list. Like if you go in with a ballad as your, if it's your first song, like it's just not going to connect, you know? <sighs> That is a so really to, interesting your way. Your first three, four songs. Yeah. Like, just keep it light. Keep it light. What's your Build favorite Build your relationships color? like that set <laughs> Right. And then by that like four or five, you that's can. really good. You so good. good. That's awesome. You can start wow. getting, you know, to the point where you're like, hey, I want to share. I want to share this with you. Everyone wanna... knows how to build a set list. Right. Well, now I do. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about it. So I'm like, you're exactly right. I, I the amount of time that goes into set lists is Oh, this band is it? Yes. Oh, oh my gosh, hours! Oh, I mean, we spent. Hours. So we played. We played the first show of this new tour uh, a bit ago, and we and we sat on the bus two nights ago for hours, hours after dissecting it, dissecting it, it because moving songs. Around. It was wrong. It's the and same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> and Especially had, for girls, we go and like, "What did I do?" So what you I came say? off stage, and y'all knew the set list wasn't the best one. Oh. Annie, I yeah. stood up on that stage for ninety minutes. <laughs> oh. Feeling like painful. I was stark naked, like the day no! I was born. <laughs> it was painful. I, Y'all, this is wild. This is the same thing. Progression. One of us was a little so dramatic funny. in our reactions afterwards. Yeah. That would that'd be me. <laughs> I was like Scott because he said he was naked on no. stage. No, I know no, you. But you, you can't came, tell. You came on moment, the bus and you're like, that ain't moment. it, y'all. Oh, buddy. You can't tell who the two most dramatic people in this band are. Andrew <laughs> and Martin. No. We're all dramatic. <laughs> We're all dramatic. We Don't had this act moment. Like we did this. See, the drama queens are trying to pull ways. everyone in. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we had Everyone's this moment dramatic. out in the crowd. It was like this kind of beautiful moment. We were singing the song over people. And then I knew... We got toward the end of that, and I knew what the next song was. Yeah. 
And I started panicking because I knew, I knew standing out on that concrete, the next 10 minutes are going to be brutal. And sure enough, we got back up and sang this next song and it was the wrong song to sing at the wrong time. And we had already spent wow. a long time trying to get the set list right, but yeah. you never know until you play it live. You never know until you, you know. You yeah. know, you were talking about preparation, yeah. I think before we even yeah. you know started this. I mean, it's so funny. You can prepare your heart out, but sometimes you just don't know till you get you there. You don't know. Yeah. How, how something might connect or mm -hmm. flow. And Same with friendship. Just like making a friendship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. So y'all so worked on it afterwards. They're like, this song, were there songs that you're like, we're never playing that? Yeah. Oh, wow. You're like, that one retired. Yeah, they can hear it on the, the album. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. After we hang today, we're going to go. And do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Redissect it and make sure we're good. Wow, do, are y'all about to go back out? Do you yeah. get? Do you have Tomorrow, another run? We go to Texas. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting wow. when you can have a batch of like good songs, yes. but if you're not in the right order, it just yeah, it's interesting. It's it true. won't connect. It's that is going to mess with, the... with every person who's building friendships or relationships right now. I'm like, <laughs> where are we on the set list? <laughs> well, I just think I is mean, this ballad too early. No, that's so true. To take the pressure off that. That's right. That's so funny. It's take the pressure off of friendships. Yes. I mean, I just feel like in my life, the friendships that I trust the most are not the ones that are the most vulnerable in the first time yes. hanging out, especially like even with dating my husband. Like we couldn't be, you can't be too much on the first date. You have to like, you know, take it step by step. But I like one of my, my dearest friends, friendship was taken, it was probably three years before we had any sort of like, and yeah. it was the trust was built and it was, yeah. it's been such a healthy, good friendship because trust is built first and that has to be the foundation, you know? Yeah. Thanks. So, Thanks. No, we like just, we <laughs> like, it was probably last year we got a, we were hanging out and, and we just like, we're like, we've never like talked really. Yeah. And it was really cool to get to like, yeah. and it was just, I just felt safe, you yeah. know? I think people need to hear that because I imagine there are fr people who've lost friends or who've gone through seasons yeah. like y'all with the church and, mm. and think, because I haven't built a new friendship yet that's worked, I'm not going to be able to. And you're saying, just your presence is the present. Just exactly. let's get around each other and make cinnamon rolls and go to coffee and exactly. do normal things. Don't force don't force a balance. That's the thing wish, with girls. We just talk, which is dangerous. We need to that. do something me. to connect. Yes, yes. Girls need to go play putt-putt or something. Yes, that's 100%. Stop talking. No one, <laughs> no one tells you, like, when you're young and you're a kid, it's so easy to make friends. It seems, mm -hmm. you know, it's like you mm -hmm. just connect with people. And as you get older, life gets more and more isolating and harder and harder. And you never, you never know that. You're never really prepared for that. I mean, yes. I experienced that when I first moved to Nashville. Yeah. It's like, oh man, this is a whole new different community of people. And it took quite a while and it's really discouraging. Yes. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who struggle with that and it's not abnormal. That takes yeah. a lot of intention. Friendship is hard, especially when you talk about how vital it is to the faith. How it's so important to have it, but it sometimes is so hard to build. Mm -hmm. Especially like for me, it was just really hard. Yeah. You know, so I think we also look at friendship sometimes like we might look at church like we do. It, we approach it as a consumer, and we're looking mm -hmm. for the person wow. who we can relate to, who's mm -hmm. the most That's like good. us. Man, my best friends and I are could not be more polar opposites. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same. And. I mean, our lives look nothing alike, but they're the people who I trust pretty implicitly because yeah. they can speak into my life yeah. because they're not immersed in yeah. how I do life and yeah. I'm not immersed in how they do life. We and can, if they were in your same world, you'd never get a break. 
yeah from your world yeah you're always talking about that's yeah. so work true or set lists yeah, yeah. 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 you're always building set lists <laughs> literally if your only bros are other musicians that's yeah. exactly right yeah, yeah. that's so you're true you're singing yeah. ballads to each other all that's day long that's right <laughs> too early oh that ballads too early yeah that's wild i would imagine because y'all are all together on the road all the time having social groups at home that are not musicians or not doing the same thing is is a really healthy mm. oh, thing. It's vital and yeah. having friends outside of family is important yeah That's yeah particularly important. for y'all probably yeah. because you live all of life together right it's interesting how <laughs> i think even our friendship the way you each, said that was i'm like well y'all are just always together i mean our, our friendships with one another even though we're family I mean, our friendships have changed yeah. as a result of living on the road together because I do think that we have to have... Because you're messy. Yeah, we're real. Right. We're re- no, I'm not messy. <laughs> I live with me- Thank you. I live with messy people. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> but then we've had to have boundaries, you know, and to be yeah. like, I, th- I think that if I were to... It would be very easy for us to be super insular and be little islands with one another mm-hmm. and never have people outside of our lives. And so we've had to really figure that out i think we're still figuring that out it's hard kind of like having friends like you were talking about initially at the beginning of this with different friends from different places yeah it's important i mean i think there's a proverb about that you know and you i mean listening to all the people that you have on this podcast it's so beautiful each person comes from a different place a different denomination a different story a different country or place in america and it's just it's really it's really cool i think that's so healthy you know i feel like Mm -hmm. I hope what people have heard today is that y'all really live up to the album title, to your band title, to We the Kingdom of like, this is what kingdom life looks like. Mm. Mm. Is we can sit around, we'd have done this, if we'd had the time, we'd have done this without microphones. And the conversation would have been very similar. Yes. We do it all the time. Yeah, y'all, you know, like this is this is being the kingdom for each other and bringing the kingdom of going like, how do we build a set list of relationship? <laughs> and right. how do we recover from this pain that that is done but will mark us forever mm. right like you'll be marked forever by that yeah. story but it's it's a scar like your barbed wire situation that was full circle thank you what did we not talk about that y'all want to make sure we say i mean i'm going to ask you what sounds fun to you but is there anything we didn't say? Are y'all going on tour 2023? Do we know what the tour plan is? Ooh, yeah. yeah. By the time this yeah, comes out, that'll be... Are we allowed to say it? Yeah, I think yeah, by the yeah. time this comes out. We are doing Winter Jam. So we're <gasps> yes, I heard Winter Jam is back and better than ever. Yeah. I'm hearing a lot of scuttle party. about Winter Jam. We're pretty stoked about it. We're getting a headline of this year, which is like overwhelming. <gasps> yeah, we're Winter Jam's s- back. That's y'all are headlining? Crazy, yeah, that's so, so rad. We're really excited. We can't believe it. It's, we've worked real hard to get this show together, and I'm so excited. Yeah, the it's people are going to be the, really the, paying attention the, to your set we're list. Set list. <laughs> coming out so swinging with them. We're going to start power with a ballad. ballad. Yeah, power ballads all the way through, start and finish. Uh, <laughs> that is so hilarious. That is amazing. I'm so glad y'all are getting to do that. Winter Jam is such a gift to so many communities because whole entire churches, youth groups, yeah. friend groups, Bible studies can come. I mean, it, mm. is, it is such a gift. And then mm. the rest of 23, we've got some fun stuff we're kicking around. Good. We're not really sure what it's going to look like, but. We're gonna try to get creative about it. Okay. Well, we're you know, taking time yeah. off in April, yeah. like all of April. Good. After Winter Jam, Hallelujah. which yes. will be awesome. Yes. Yeah. Everyone comes home from Winter Jam. This is my observation. Everyone comes home from Winter Jam and either um, rests well or 
blows up their life a little bit. <laughs> that seems to be the two choices. That's, yeah, and That's, I've seen them. I've seen yes. a little bit of both. And I've lived with people on Winter Jam, and and so I'm. I love that you're pre-choosing. This is such yes. a good example for our friends listening that y'all are choosing right now, months before you go out. Here's when we're going to rest. You're anticipating. That's right. So you're not catching up. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Just how you build in how you a build Sabbath. In Sabbath. Yeah, your, you got to. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Y'all are modeling that so beautifully. Okay, good. Winter Jam. Best set list. Y'all better have the best set list. Yeah. Every single That Sounds Fun friend is going to be like writing down for songs. Well, hey, we're already working on that sucker. <laughs> That's so good. That's As solid. always, I'm really thankful y'all made time to do this. Mm. Y'all are, this is a gift to me. Mm. Thank you so much. So, so, when are we going to uh, go on tour? Oh man, yeah. that's what we should do. That would be that so would, maybe awesome. We pray, so maybe we were maybe into twenty three. The other day, okay. how, I think that tours need to not be <laughs> just about one thing. Yeah, like, they, I don't like Let's it. Go. It's just music. That would be insane. Like imagine an oh, amazing Annie. variety of all kinds of creative input. I think it'd be amazing. Like art painter, you have a painter that yes, does, you know, podcast have guests like come out. You know what I mean? Like have Barnes or who just different like shake it up. No, yeah, okay. you do painting. Yeah. We like the, the Kingdom and AFD variety show. Is that what people yes. should get used to? Yes. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm gonna send a follow up email. I'm this is what I'm telling you. I'm liking Please. this idea. I'm serious. It's in the I end of it. So rad we would have content. so much fun. Oh yeah, that'd be incredible. Cinnamon roll. Oh yeah, my best cinnamon roll yeah. be out there. We'd be going. Um <laughs> Okay, so Ed and Andrew, I'm gonna let y'all go last since y'all haven't done this before. I'm gonna make the veterans go Uh-oh. first. Okay. So yeah. the question is, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, we always end with you telling me what sounds fun to you. Like what do you do for fun so martin i'm starting with you is it what do you do for fun or like anything that sounds fun wherever your heart leads you anything that sounds fun to you yeah no budget no worries whatever you would love to whatever sounds fun to you Hmm. do y'all have one i do i I have one that came to my mind right now okay you you lead scott i would like to climb to the top of the eiffel tower Kiss my wife on the lips and bungee jump off. Oh no, no! Wow, that sounds like the most Scott. Andrew, we cannot judge fun. We cannot judge fun if it's fun to him. Right? Okay, there's no judgment. That sounds terrible. terrible I would have a terrible idea. I would have a baguette with Nutella at the top. (laughs) At the top. (laughs) Yeah. Pre-kiss or post-kiss? Do you get a Nutella baguette? Probably before Uh, she deserves that. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Nutella kiss. Yeah. Yeah. And then bungee jump off. Bungee jump off. I think there's like some shape of the Eiffel Tower problems to jumping yeah, off the top of it, but you know what? You you're allowed to. Okay, like, well, it would be a, it would be an you. inverted Eiffel Tower. Shape okay. of the Eiffel Tower problems. <laughs> right, because yeah. it goes out. And so my fear is if he jumps straight down. Yeah, you're a civil engineer, also. <laughs> yeah, that's, also on the side, weird. I design buildings. Um, okay, Franny, what sounds funny to you? Mine is much less imaginative. But I have a little puppy, <gasps> you cowboy, puppy. and he's so he's cute. He's not so little anymore. Yeah, you, I feel like you were little. getting him right when you were here last time. Yeah. Is that I, true? Yes, I was. Yes, he is you're a right. Hoss. He's almost a year old. So we're going to have a little birthday for him. And I'm just excited <laughs> about that. Cowboy. <laughs> yeah, sounds fun. I mean, has it been like having a kid? One of our people on staff no. just got a puppy, and she's like, really? I am not sleeping. I can't leave her for more than 10 minutes. He's easy. We just got really okay, lucky. He's a yeah. really sweet boy. Yeah. So he's just. We chill. have his sister, and she is. She's the crazy ten times one. as high maintenance. <laughs> but also, both of y'all get to get on a bus and leave. So you're right. like, she's My he's great. Yeah. Cowboy's great. Your husband's like, is he though? Is he though? I just That's got two puppies, and it's like ten. What? Kids. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a wow. It was a mistake. <laughs> Looking back, on I love them both. Should have got one. Five daughters, two puppies. That's it. I know so many children yeah. too. There's a lot. Of Are they helping with it? 
Uh, my kids have actually stepped up. They're amazing with, yeah. the, with the dogs. Because yeah. we said, I'll put them on eBay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be gone if second. you're not helping. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Okay, the Martin, you ready? What sounds fun to you? I'm ready. It's fall right now, so this is weird to say. But Great. Christmas? You're ready. I'm just ready for Christmas. It's the best. Yeah. I had hot chocolate last night. I <laughs> <laughs> put socks and a beanie on. Wow. It yeah. did get cool last night. So it did. I respect that. Martin yeah. is, a, is a sugar junkie. Yeah. I am. I know. Sounds like it. Fran, at least it's not so. alcohol. I, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> at least he keeps doing his job. Doesn't mess up him doing his job. So good on you. <laughs> I support it. That's funny. Um, okay, Ed, what sounds fun to you? The first thought that came to mind was to get my honey, put her on the back of my motorcycle, and just go for a ride. Yeah. And get lost. Yeah. In the fall, it is. I've been doing a lot of that, and it is. I mean, so Natchez awesome. Trace, do y'all go out that way? We were on our motorcycle two days ago, rode across it's the bridge. Beautiful. Which it's cool. They built, you know, because there have been quite a number of suicides yeah. off that bridge. And mm-hmm. thankfully, finally, they mm-hmm. built a cage around it. <gasps> really? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen that yet. Well, it's Good. not a cage. It's just a, a tall wall that's, yeah. uh, you know, uncomfortable. You can still see through and take pictures through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but good. you can't get over. Yeah. Yeah, because even when you walk on that as a normal non-wanting-to-hurt-yourself uh, person. You can still see where the original height was, and it's sort of like, what were they? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like hip height. I was like, yeah, I can man. accidentally make a memory here yeah. Yeah. just by being here. No, being seriously. I was too low. When I was really young, I wouldn't watch the sunrise, and I sat on the edge of it. There was like that bar that I put my like oh, literally he's got queasy in <laughs> that is your child saying that I and I had oh no I was gosh. I was really young like high school and <laughs> I remember <laughs> I, was, I was really young like 24 yeah. young. <laughs> I remember a caught like some people who lived nearby reported me because they were worried about me. Yes. Which is so sweet. Talk about community. That's right. So sweet. So sweet. So I yeah but it was, sure it was okay. intense. The Lord sure. sustained your life. He did. That was well okay. speaking of speaking of heights uh when I was a kid, we we had like five acres of land, and next to us was like ten or twenty acres of land, and they had hot air balloons take yeah. off and land there. And I always thought it'd be so fun to be in a hot air balloon, and just to get to like peruse around, just float around, yeah. chill, look at the scenery, the sunset. I love that. That would be. I, mean, I still haven't gotten to do it, but one day. I feel like there needs to be like a We the Kingdom photo shoot in a hot air balloon. Oh, that let's that actually. Awesome. Wow, it's like that's a pure great fun. idea. I like that. A hot air balloon can only be used for fun. It is not yeah, reliable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> transportation. It's not reliable transportation. But that's You're good. going slow. Yeah. Only fun. You <laughs> need that. Andy, it that's forces a genius you to go slow. Idea. It genius. Y'all do it. Genius. It's yours. Do it. I will. Or maybe if we can go on tour together, it will be the tour. Then we'll do the tour promo. My gosh, our tour promo. I'll bungee jump out of those. And you can't bungee jump out of those because we can control what. What yeah. goes down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you won't <laughs> hit the side of the tower. Okay. Um, friends, thanks for being here. Thank I'm you. Thankful thanks for y'all. So you are the best. This is really fun. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, you guys, aren't they amazing? Listen, that conversation that Franny and I had and everybody jumped in about how to build a set list is how to build relationships. Oh my gosh, that has like spoken to me. I love these people. I love them so much. If you're following them on Instagram, you know they're out on tour. You know you want to be there. Every time I see them post, I wish I was at that show. So if they're coming anywhere close to you, make sure you go to one of their concerts and be sure to stream their new album, We the Kingdom. Follow them on social media so you can see all the shows and have a lot of FOMO like I do. And tell them thanks for being on the show with us. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That is how you can find me. 
And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you. I'll do the same. And today, what sounds fun to me is thinking about that Georgia-Tennessee game this weekend, you guys. Let's go dogs. Go dogs. Sick them. I am Georgia Bulldogs start to finish, and I'm excited about football, particularly this weekend. We'll see how it goes. Y'all have a great weekend. Go dogs, And we'll see you back here on Monday talking election and voting prep with Pastor Andy Stanley. I know. I know. You're going to love it. We'll see you guys then.